0: Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. Coming in with a lot of energy. Bing, 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 bing. How there are you? you? I, I'm, I'm doing well, thank you. I am uh, disappointed, I think is the word. Um, in, in not you. No, not I, you. I did? Not you, Jeff. Okay.
1: It's not all about you. Well, it is, it is Leo's <laughs> season coming up. And That's right. It is all about me, absolutely. No, it my is, birthday's
0: coming up. My, my disappointment is in... And it's funny to say, it's in Chance the Rapper, somebody I'm not a fan of. Not his music, not his personality, not, I I just have no, I I don't expend energy on Chance the Rapper or anything. Mm -hmm. But I I was disappointed to see his, I I don't even know how many tweets it was, a whole bunch of tweets uh, essentially endorsing some more Kanye West for President of the United States of America in 2020 and being serious about it. Like, that doesn't make
1: any sense to my head. It's always crazy to me that anybody in 2020 is endorsing Kanye West, including... Ka- I cannot believe that Kanye is endorsing Kanye yeah, for, yeah. for 2020. It's... um. I wonder if if people's opinions would be more palatable to me if their music was better. <laughs>
0: wait, hold on. Yeah. Like, hold I on, think- wait, wait.
1: If... if- <laughs> if um if kanye was making better music would i agree with him more maybe well i mean oh actually, oh wow no, i don't know jeff i don't know his his opinions are very out there now but like if in i don't know 2016 he was making better music really i don't i mean he he did go full on board with trump so maybe not but like, yeah i'm a, I'm, a, I'm afraid of where this is going you're saying but like did i agree with him about like i don't know leather jogging pants or whatever sure <laughs> You know, like, do I agree with Chance the Rapper about marriage, I guess, or, or whatever he talks about? <laughs> yeah. I guess it's like, I agree with people with inconsequential things as long as their music is fine. All right. I, I'm going to go the other way mm-hmm. and say,
0: hey, maybe a person who is kind of uh, uninformed and not educated on policies and doesn't believe in science or fact or... Um, right. Right. These things maybe we shouldn't take him seriously no matter if his music's good or not. Yeah. I don't I mean, care if it slaps or if it bangs or if it exists. Hold on. You don't care if it slaps or bangs <laughs> or
1: exists? No. I don't
0: know. Maybe I don't agree with you. Maybe you should make better music. I'm trying, Jeff. Yeah. I just I just don't want I I don't that now is not the time to Do uh, you believe in vaccines yes or no? Yes. Oh. Yeah, I I sure do. Wow. And especially now. How crazy is that? You read the Forbes article. I read the Forbes article. I read the Forbes whatever that was. It was a huge waste of time. There's a problem with Forbes selling their soul, whatever soul they have, to uh, just get some clicks. But that's a whole other issue. Of Forbes? You know, I yeah, I thought that... I, I Honestly, I woke up this morning, I swear to God, and I thought, wow, Kanye's not a thing. Like, a week in. Mm-hmm. And then... And then Chance brought him back. So, I don't know if Chance is trying to be Secretary of something of hats <laughs> yeah. um but but what's unfortunate, By the way,
1: it is crazy that there is sort of like a secretary of hats now right i, I, I like that's <laughs> he would be he would for be the secretary past, of hats yeah like past two administrations <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> no, that yeah i didn't get it at first but now i understand yeah. yeah yeah i i don't know i'm just i'm disappointed because yeah i i thought that that chance would be you know i i saw two chains After Kanye announced, say, damn, I already voted, but I wish I could vote again or something like that. What? When Kanye announced. And I was like, maybe that's him being like a good friend and being like, oh, man, I already sent him my vote. Sorry, I I totally would have. Friend, send me some beats. Right. But I think he followed it up with like, no, I'm really serious. I wish I could vote for Kanye for president. And guys... If you're listening out there and you support Donald Trump, turn this off. Go away. Like, don't listen to us anymore. I think that we've been pretty clear about that. Yeah. If you are voting for Kanye West for president, turn this off. Don't listen to us. Don't follow us. Like, I'm sorry. It's now is not the time for, you know, people who don't know what they're doing to be in office. Well, we've seen that it is proven And I'm not about it for another four years. I will say... No matter if it's Trump or Kanye or fucking, you know, uh, Britney Spears or...
1: Britney Spears is running for president?
0: I I don't even know, but I'm saying I wouldn't vote for her, no matter if her shit slaps or bangs or exists. What is her foreign policy? (laughs) I
1: I think policy is foreign to her. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that in terms of people supporting or people rooting for kanye or trump i think that like biden does need to reach those people but that being said like i think that biden is also the only choice i think that i think that there is no other option for keeping things on the rails than biden right if if you want
0: for this country to exist in a better place and if you want things like healthcare and free college and so many of the other things that we all fight for every day, you can't just say things like slavery was a choice. Some things, I, I, I just, there's so much, there's so many vaccines don't work. I mean, let's, let's, let's keep people who are uninformed and ill-suited to run a country out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Sixteen hundred Black Lives Matter Avenue, I think it's now.
1: Sure. I you know what? Yeah. Not allowed there either. Yeah. Jeff, who's on the podcast today? On the podcast today is Sheik Luch our of the friend. Locks That's right. Also of the two Jews and Two Black Jews review the movies podcast. Sheik
0: Luch, you know, we talked about this a couple days ago. We were like, we've had Styles on mm-hmm. for a solo episode. A couple solo episodes. We've had Kiss on for a couple of solo episodes. And we have not heard the entire story of our friend Sheik Luch. Now is about that time. We had a lot of laughs today. We learned some stuff. He dropped some gems. And uh, and it's a great episode as expected. So shout out to Sheikh Luch. Um, Locks Project on the way. Two Jews and Two Black Dudes episodes on the way. Also, Jeff, available right now at slash shop. You can get t shirts. Three new t shirts. Jeff
1: hand drew them. Jeff thought of them jeff designed them i'm very talented i if people don't know (laughs) i just want to put this on the record i'm very talented i was voted class artist in my high school that is true and uh and it's finally come to fruition yeah it only
0: took here we are jeff uh three new t-shirts one is stone cold sunna that is birdman Mm -hmm. and stone cold steve austin together one is michelle rich homie kwan that is uh michelle kwan and rich homie kwan together and then we have uchi wally zerbiak that is wally zerbiak
1: and nas together together finally it's the real.com people have been asking for these combinations (laughs) forever and uh we made them into t-shirts they look great they're our best looking t-shirts yet yeah uh you can get them at it's the real.com shop you can sign up for our patreon patreon.com slash it's the real um support us over there and uh let's get into this episode when right now Yo, what up, it's Eric, a.k.a. Blowing a Bag, a.k.a. American Beauty. Yo, what up, it's Jeff, a.k.a. Say With Your Whole Chest, a.k.a. COVID Season. Yo,
2: what
0: up, Squishy, Lil' Silverback Guerrilla, a.k.a. The Price is Right King. Yes, yeah, your third favorite podcast to waste time with It's The Real. What <laughs> up? What's
1: good?
0: Looch, what's happening? Everything. Yo, you know what's funny is that uh, we texted you to say, like, hey, do you want to record in the afternoon? And you were like, nah, let's make it early. And I was like, that's so strange. And then I remembered the last time that we spoke to you on the podcast, you were like, yo, I get up early and I go to the supermarket during, like, the senior citizens hour.
2: (laughs) Uh, That shit was, I don't know, I didn't mean to do that. They was looking at me like I fucking was a terrorist in that store, man. <laughs> when I get up. Yeah, I usually get up. You know, during regular time, get my kid ready and whatever, whatever. And then, um, uh, you know, of course, hit the gym. I'm watching the prices right as we
0: speak. Sure, sure.
2: Like yeah, yeah, shit like
0: that. Yeah, know. but the the wild thing is that you know you're somebody who likes to record like until the very late hours. Like, how do Absolutely. you how do you get any sleep during your your nights?
2: Well, at night, I mean, yeah, you're right. I do like to get in. I get in the studio from like seven, eight o'clock. Once, like three, four in the morning. And I don't know, man. I, and I'm. Believe it or not, I'm up and at them like 6, 7 in the morning. So it, I don't know. It doesn't even matter.
1: I choose yeah, not to crazy. believe this. <laughs> That's you, crazy. You, yeah, yeah, you said, you know, believe it or not, I, I choose not to. That's right. Yo, <laughs> Luch, first of all,
0: uh, how is your family doing? How's your wife doing? Is everyone healthy and safe?
2: Yeah, everybody's good, man. Thank God. You know, um, you know, like I, said, I told you before, she's a nurse, so she's like there every day with it. But um, she's safe, man. Everybody's safe my kids is in the house and you know everything's opening up slowly right now which is cool which is good but uh everything's good
0: and yeah. and this is the most important question has d block studios officially opened
2: d block studios i say no well the answer is <laughs> no. an- absolutely not, not yet. Uh, but we have no more building to do we're strictly doing the paperwork
0: so so it's it's now it's like is everyone comfortable with going into the studio and actually recording
2: Yeah, no, well, we didn't put the equipment in yet. Like, we got, like, the TVs on the wall Sure. Everything, all the stuff. Everything except for recording. Like, we don't got to put no more
0: walls.
2: (laughs) We don't got to do no more walls, no more, like, nothing. It's all done. Everything's
0: done. It's It's a recording studio. Yeah, you just had no equipment. It's a recording
2: studio. Now, yeah, we got the real deal right now, and, um, we need the permits from the city.
1: Okay, all right. Well, what is yeah. the vibe that you're searching for for, like, your room?
2: Oh, come on, man. You know what it is. I got my, my, You would think I'm blood or something. <laughs> my room is all red again. It's red and gray. But but new technology, red and gray. From new equipment to new uh, carpet, new gray hardwood floor all in it. and It's, it's dope. It's pretty cool.
0: That's good. It's pretty cool. Uh, and uh,
2: let me tell you why I do red. Red, for me, gives me an energy. It's like a, it, it, you know, red is just a, a strong energy for me when I'm recording. Yeah,
0: do you like have like red cars in your life?
2: No, 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 not at all. No, I had one before. I had one, but other than that, like far as I'm talking about being creative, far as like writing my lyrics and all that, like, wanting to get busy, I, I just feel that energy right there.
0: You just stare into that red paint, and you and absolutely you, you get something absolutely.
2: back. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you. You know, it's it's the reason why they they paint certain psych wars all white or canary yellow it's like it's, it's colors to bring your mood down you know that right yeah, yeah of course well
1: or up i mean like you know red and yellow make you hungry which is why mcdonald's or burger king that that's their colors. sure get the fuck out of N- here no, that's, I promise that's you. a fact that's true wow yeah Wow. she i've never lied to you and i would not start by talking about <laughs> the mcdonald's, McDonald's yeah. coloring <laughs> yo luch There's, let's go back yeah. to the
0: very very beginning where are you originally from Yonkers, New York. Yonkers, New York. New York. Now listen, York. and where is that?
2: <laughs> Yonkers, New York, is not too far from
1: Malvern. It's in
0: Westchester. Oh, so it's not far
1: from Amheranek. Not too far from Pelham. Well,
2: yeah, not too far from the Bronx, not too far from all
0: that kind of shit. Fifteen yeah. minutes from everything. <laughs> yeah, but Yonkers that you grew up in was not the Yonkers that we might see today on on uh, television, like the whole gentrified water, you know, no, side. No, 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 it's changed. It's developments. Changed big time, man. What was it like big growing up time. in Yonkers uh when, when you were a
1: child?
2: Our Yonkers, I mean with the like Westchester alone, put it like this. Our Yonkers was so hooded out before and like the 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 the, the kind of like the the rich areas was more Central Avenue yep. going towards Scarsdale and all that. Now that changed. It's like, it, like, the hood is more towards Central Avenue, towards that way. And now, the 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 uh, the waterfront is the good property now. I guess they figured it out. Like, man. We got these, motherf- they got the waterfront, the train station, everything down there. We got to switch this shit up. Yeah. So now it's like, everything has been rebuilt and um, it's, it looks beautiful down there.
0: Is that something when you're growing up in it that you realize you're living in the hood? Or is this like, it's just your environment, you don't know anything else?
2: When you're young, it's just your environment. You don't know anything else. As you get older, you realize now we in the hood. It's 100% in the hood and like certain things that take place and, um, and you know, you know, um, um, from the elevator situation to the crime to all that. You realize that later as you get older. When you're young, you think that's just what it is.
1: That's well, what, how I was
2: born and raised.
1: Yeah. What was the elevator situation?
2: No, I mean I mean I mean I seen some elevators not working, you have to hike them steps. But also I seen uh I seen one young one one dude got on it, tried to get on elevator and the elevator was missing.
1: Oh shit. Oh fuck. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember like him dropping and he caught it. And he caught on to the um to the um to the elevator as he fell what? right to the, to the to the side right and then the elevator came down on his hands. So oh, when you look all you all you can see is his hands. My grandmother was in the hallway crying like crazy, screaming like trying to help him. You you see both his hands and shit.
0: Holy yeah. shit! And and you're a kid seeing this.
2: Yeah, yeah, young, young man, right outside the laundry man, when he young. So yeah.
0: so so who grew up around you? Did you have a lot of cousins or relatives or anything?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's just me and my mom growing up. As far as like my household, uh, single parent. My mom, rest in peace, uh, passed from cancer and all that. But um, long story short, like just me and my mom, and um, uh, 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 but I had a lot of. She got like six sisters and. You know all that kind of shit, but far as this, it's just me and my mom.
0: So, yeah. what does that female energy bring to you know a Looch? Because there's a lot of people who like you know they see you on stage. They're like, oh, that huge presence. Obviously, they right. know you from from your lyrics, and they and they think about like what you know a red wall can give you and all that. But right. but <laughs> when, but when they talk about like you know who you really are at your core, talk about Absolutely. your mom raising you.
2: I mean, the the, the best. So who, who would know like her only child would grow up to be famous? Like you know what I mean. What's the chances of that? Yeah, like her only child blew the fuck up. But um, strong lady, strong lady, far as, like, uh, went on and got her master's degree in social work, always been getting a lot of money and, and big investments. I mean, that's why, honestly, that's why I have all these houses now. She, was, I mean, back then, she was like, give me this money to put towards this house. So I give it to her, give it to 30, 40, 50 here, yeah, this and that, this and that. I was always a partner, but she was running everything. Wow. You know what I mean? This all kind of stuff, man. I remember when she, she got the Taco Bell and, and all kind of other stuff, and I was like, man, what are you doing? You know, but strong, strong lady, strong lady and this... That's why I said I said uh you know a woman could be the strongest person in your crew you have you know yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy
1: So wait, was she working like long hours were you by Absolutely. yourself Absolutely yeah
2: long hours I'm home dolo by myself um you know what I mean and uh, uh yeah and then that's when I have all my crew over and then all that shit dancing in the fucking living room and, <laughs> and, and break dancing and shit kisses dolls, and all of them come over and he's fucking up her carpet <laughs> you know you know I'm crazy,
0: crazy well yeah so okay so a lot of people have seen jada doing like break dancing at the studio yeah, he can it. do like windmills and shit yeah
2: yeah I seen that shit i walked in when he was doing that shit in, in the old studio
0: but but that was a real thing when you guys were growing up too
2: absolutely we was on like i was more like a pop lock and shit I was, yeah, I, yeah. I was like like doing that shit Just
0: like
2: break dancing and all that but um yeah that was real every i think every Every young black or Spanish person, and maybe even white was was breaking and pop locking back then. And if they didn't, they wanted to.
0: Well, is is this the truth that Kay Rosewood is actually a really good dancer?
2: No, Kay could dance. Will could dance, man. He a little <laughs> calm down now, you know what I'm saying, with the cigarettes. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but he could dance now. Right? He really got some rhythm. All <laughs> the dudes got rhythm like crazy, man. Kids could dance, or everybody got that little Yo Yonka step
0: and shit. There you go. So so when you're growing up, uh you're obviously you know hanging out with your crew your mom's working long hours uh you're Absolutely. spending time at home but you're also playing a lot of sports right
2: yeah 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 she had no problem putting us on like the um i played for north yonkers um football like
0: forever um, like like uh, wee league
2: Pee wee league all the way up to them to the high school i went i tried for high school but i messed my leg up my hip got dislocated so it was over you know what i mean then, yeah but we play sports like forever and then um, when kissing them was playing hoop, you know, I'd be down there. I'm in the gym watching, like, I'm on the side. It's, it was dope. That's how we all stayed connected.
0: Were you always, like, the biggest kid in your class?
2: Nah, I was actually skinny as a motherfucker, man. Maybe tall. Maybe tall, but extra skinny. I think the weight came on, like, later when I got into uh, pull-ups and push-ups and, do, and and lifting weights and all, and drinking beer, I think. <laughs> I put that on me <laughs>
0: drinking beer
2: and, and, you know, and getting ice. I think that's when the weight came. But I was always big-boned, but skinny.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. So when you're growing up, you're playing sports, you're you're hanging out. Did you end up getting like a job at 14 years old?
2: Yeah, no, nah, We had I had a job. I worked at Burger King. I worked at Staples. I worked at Saks Fifth Avenue. I worked at um um um. It was like a I think it was a Walmart or I forgot. It's some kind of spot like that. And then um, yeah. Burger Burger King was the one where the whole hood was working there and shit. And we'll come home with all the burgers and the food and all that and give it to the hustlers outside and shit like that. Cutting through Whitney Young and shit. But, um, yeah, that was one because, like, everybody was working that When we was young, right, we had to go get uh working papers. I know you got to do it now as well. But um, we had to get working papers from this lady named Miss Kirk. It was over there in, in commas and, and, and Yonkers and shit. And um, she'll call the people right then and there and ask you, do you, you know, can you get hired? And um, it was dope, man. When you got your working papers, that's when you felt independent like a motherfucker. Yeah. And the whole hood worked at one spot. <laughs> and it was dope, man. You get your check and they take your taxes out. You mad as fuck. But then you know it's cool. Right? How
1: how did you get to Burger King?
2: We took the number twenty-five bus right outside of Whitney Young. Right outside of Whitney Young. Yep to uh I think, yeah, exactly. Yep, twenty five bus.
0: So if you're if you're fourteen and but you're the
2: school at the time they give you pat. they give you bus passes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give you bus passes and shit around that time. Yeah, Yup. And they oh then if you don't got one Yo, if you don't got one, you um them shits used to melt and shit, right? So you get a clear plastic and shit, you get a clear plastic and the ink will melt on the plastic, right? So all you gotta do is put the same color paper behind it. And now it looks like you just splash it to the to the bus driver, And he let you go. Or like I'll go to the back and throw my bus pass out the window. Just <laughs> kissing them and then they grab it and come on. they Ain't really bus driver didn't really give a fuck. What well, fucked it up with the bus passes when um they start doing the reflector ones, like it changes color, it changes yeah, like yeah. this way idea well, it's hard to get around that
1: one did you have a fake id mm, nah i mean no you guys right, were already no. on by then
2: no 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 well we got on after high school like a little bit like when high school was ended like right after but burger king we wasn't nah I man i wasn't by the time when we got on I was, we had crack and shit like that around then but burger king was like earlier
0: right you didn't have to go to Miss Kirk to get your papers to go sell crack. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah, nah, not at all. Not to bag that shit up, not at all. Miss <laughs> Kirk was early. Miss Kirk was like, when you get your working papers, what, 14? Yeah, you 14. Know, like that? Yeah. yeah, so that was early.
0: Yeah, so, okay, so at, at 14 years old, what do you want to be in life? Like, are you like, yo, I'm going to, you know, go in this direction or this direction, or were you just like, whatever comes my way?
2: Um, At 14, it, I think it would, I would say it was whatever comes my way. We were rapping. We definitely was rapping and shit, um, you know, but not as serious. I want to say not. I mean, we we, we like to think we were serious, but we <laughs> were rapping, but more like uh, the pressure was on for my parents to go to school, yeah, and try college and shit like that. And um, and all of us went to community college. You know, everybody know the story and shit. Yeah, didn't do too well. We got a couple of credits and shit, but for the most part, it was like, you know, something something my parents made us do.
0: But we if you're, their money. but if okay, so if you're if you're having that sort of like regular job. At, at Burger King, and then you're also like, you know, selling crack on the side, and uh-huh. and and you have like, you know, some ambition in terms of like your music career. How do uh-huh. you choose like one of those three to sort of like be the leader?
2: I mean, if well, we knew Burger King wasn't gonna go nowhere; it wasn't gonna pop, right? If you was gonna make it, me, I mean, if the drug game blew up, and we happened to get our hands on some some big, right? It, it was petty though when we was when we was trapping. Yeah. You know, for the most part, I wouldn't say nobody was. You know, not discredit anybody. It wasn't on no kingpin level or nothing like that. So, right. You know, when you say if you made it the kingpin level, you probably that's that is that's that because they on your ass and you might as well go all the way. They're gonna be on you. They watching if you make it the kingpin level. So you know that choice will be made if you make it to that level. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now musically, you'll know when it pops the way it did for us as well. As far as like uh, you know, with Mary Blodge and the whole nine, and when we really, really, and with cuff and and you know, it's a diff- it's a different level than saying. I'm a rapper and I'm about, I'm getting on. No, we were on, 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 like big, big time.
0: So did your mom have any understanding of where you were musically in high school yeah. or what you were doing in terms of like the drug game in high yeah, school? Yeah, well,
2: the drug game, she used to, she used to, she used to see me out there like this, you know, and ask me, why am I out here? What are you doing? Like, trying to like go in my pockets to see like if I'm doing anything, you know, as, as, as time went on, she couldn't really control me too much. Meaning like, you know. She gotta go to work. I'm I'm gonna be out here regardless. I'm getting big, so you can't threaten the belt no more. <laughs> smack, you know what I mean? Your smack ain't doing nothing to me. You know, the, back then, how they threaten you is I'm gonna take your keys, your house keys, and shit like that, so you can't get in the house. That it more than anything. Sure. You know, because I mean? you didn't have nowhere to go, or you just run the street. Yeah, but um, she knew about our music career well because, like, say we get offered a contract. Like I remember, like um, as it started getting real, like like Eddie F gave us a contract. And try to sign us, and like um um Chub Rock and yeah and and um Dave Hall and all is a bunch of people like a whole bunch of people that was trying to get it get you know get involved with us right. But um my mom will pay for them contracts to go get looked over to the to the lawyers. Wow. You guys kiss like yeah. She'll she'll she pay for all that shit. Just you know, cause she was making money and um and um just pay for that shit. And then um yeah yep yeah, she knew.
0: So so you were really taking it serious as far as like getting your bars up and like. And Like, yeah, w- but were you recording anywhere? Were you actually going to anybody's like home studio or anything?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was these dudes named the Mushmen. Um, out, out that's a great Earl, name, yeah. we Earl and um, Earl and Shawn these dudes out of uh, Mount Vernon, right? And um, they was working with us early in the game, like you know, um, and they they rapped themselves, but uh, it just didn't go well. But we was definitely making tracks, like, regardless, before we blew up, we was the bomb squad, we was the Walllocks, and we had the streets on fire. Like, you know, we didn't make it, we didn't make it big yet, but we, we was, it felt like it, it felt like it. the attention we was getting was real big. So, you know.
1: Yeah. Who, who of the three of you was the, the most serious at first?
2: Kiss. Kiss was rapping before, well, I mean, he was rapping before me. I got to ask Styles, was he, was he spitting before him? I don't really know, but I know he was rapping before me. I remember back then, cause I, our parents all lived around the same area and then our grandparents lived around the same area. And then coincidentally, like my mom moved, Kiss mom moved to the same block, like over to Glenwood. Or, well, everywhere we was at, we together like forever, forever. And um, and he was rapping. And I was like, man, that shit is dope. How you do that shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? And he used to go upstairs to Steve's tune house, Steve Tune, over in the river. go to the top floor and he'll turn some beats on and kiss me, spitting. I'm like, yo, that's fire. <laughs> and I just kept trying to do that shit. And then, you know, shit started going and growing and growing and developing. But I wasn't rapping. I wasn't rapping.
1: When, when you guys, when you say, that, like, the streets were on fire, like, were you guys recording or were you guys just, like, performing live? Like, where yeah. do people hear you?
2: Yeah, we'll make the, um, we'll, we'll record on these TDK tapes and shit like that. And the Maxwell's, you know, I told the story with Styles. Styles stole, like, fucking 2,000 CDs. I'm gonna be slept over in the store when it closed. From our then, job. Then, yeah, from our job, exactly. Where, and, and took that, and that shit, like, really, that was the, that was the ammo right there. Because we was getting them before we was making these tapes, but, like, um. You know, we had the bottom shit, so you know we'll get like three or four at a time and double them and sell them. Nah, now we could go to school with fucking twenty. We'll go to school and sell them shits for like uh, five dollars a tape. But I have like forty on me every day.
0: Like in we your backpack?
2: Yeah, thousands, thousands of blank tapes to make to make to make that move. You know what I mean? We finally got the distribution when Styles did that shit.
0: And and so you just did it hand to hand
2: hand-to-hand hand, and people was asking yo, I need five of these tapes I need five of these tapes and we'll dub them and dub them and dub them push play on one side and record on the other one and then and then push play all the way through you kind of didn't want to put the fast forward button adobe in it, whatever that button was because it messes it up a little <laughs> bit and you Finally, play it back, play so you like play all of them all the way through but we'll do like you know I, honestly I'll go to school with 20 20 20 tapes and sell them all every day so that was like we's killing
1: who was the first, what was the first time that like somebody put them in your in a store
2: uh, this had to have been around <laughs> far as the, nah, I don't know. I think more of, our music was in the stores more of the mixtape. The mixtape far as being on A Clue or Ron G or Dua. You get what I'm saying? The actual, the actual, the actual Bomb Squad, the Warlock tape itself, I don't think was actually in the store for sale. Mm. It was more hand-to-hand. I think our music far as in the stores and music huts and all them places was more like, because it was on that, that 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 um dj's project
1: who was the first dj to reach out
2: and uh it, it could have been it could have been either i want to say i want to say clue but then i'll be i'm probably leaving out so many people like you know it definitely ron g and clue and and doo-wop and them because doo-wop and them was so dope they had like we we came from a, um, a list of people that was killing it with doo-wop and an old bounce squad is and firehead and snagglepuss and all them kind of dudes that was rapping with him so we was like man these guys are sick probably i don't know it had to be them earlier djs i don't want to leave anybody out Where?
0: do you remember the first time that someone was like yo chic luch is nice
2: yeah uh My well you see you see mine's mine's grew as i got progressively dope as fuck like his kiss was kiss was always spitting that shit he was dope 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 back then and then I was coming, it was like, ah, right, cool, cool, cool. My shit grew, grew, grew all the way up to this day to be like insane, like on the mic. Like, you know what I mean? I had work to do. But um, the first time was, uh, I don't know, definitely one of them, definitely one of them warlocks and bomb squad shits. Eh.
0: And and who was the who was the person who, uh like, that you would look at as sort of like the North Star? You're like, yo, that's where I want to get to and that's who I want to be like.
2: No, nah, well those that would be I mean, of course we have – no, for me, honestly, for me it would for me it would be like the the um the run DMCs, the big daddy Kane's, the coolie raps, the rock Hems and shit like that, EPMDs as a group. You know what I mean? Onyx was hardcore back then, but um it would be those kind of guys, honestly. But um DMX was on fire. I never I wouldn't say I wanted to be like him or none of them kind of guys like that, but they was just dope MCs from around our way, you know. Well,
0: how did you how did you first hear about DMX?
2: X from Yonkers, New York. Yeah, Yonkers, New York, just running around and he, X used to battle people, Bill Blast and the whole Get Paid staff used to battle and um and um you know is this like it was a sick we had like dope block parties in Yonkers, New York. We had a real dope hip hop scene in Yonkers, man. Um, um I'm surprised like a, a whole bunch more people didn't come out of there. You know what I mean? Because it's a it's a sick hip hop scene. Um, from the block parties to the underground parties to the to the to the school twelve parties, it was it was amazing. Word, it made you want to get into hip hop.
0: And did you look at X and and say like man like he's a superstar right from jump?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. X was X was a star back then. Word up. Just didn't get his chance yet. I mean, you know, you knew about all the negative shit with him and his dog and, and and um and um and um, you know, robbing people and all that kind of shit, but but his his lyrics outshined all that shit. I swear to God like yo, his tapes was crazy with the stories and the, you know, nigga have a, a he'll have, like, the whole side of one tape with a bunch of dope-ass music, then, you know, the other side would be Luther Vandross and shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, crazy <laughs> way he taped over, like, and them shits were selling crazy.
0: I think it's and interesting because, riddles. you know, you look up to a Rakim, you look up to a Run DMC, you look up to an EPMD and everybody else, and they have a certain, like, way that they dress and carry themselves and rap, and, yeah. and X was not like that, and you right. guys were not necessarily like that. Was there yeah. ever a phase where... Where you dressed, you know, like Big Daddy Kane? Where you got your haircut like him? Like you wanted to rap like him?
2: Uh, absolutely wanted to rap like him, like Rakim and Big Daddy Kane and all them kind of dudes, man. Even Run DMC. I think you know when um I always tell that story, like when, like when, when when it was going, on. Like Peter Piper pick Pep when they was coming in and out. Yep. We all studied that shit. That's Kissing Styles. All that they got all that from that in the EPMDs and all that. But um, far as dress yonkers yonkers had their own style man i don't know what the fuck it what it was but uh yonkers had his own style like you know a lot of people when you talk about yonkers before we blew the fuck up and and x and everybody was like yo where the fuck is this place like you know you know because it is very like besides the inner inner hood that we know about it's like a very suburb around it
1: yeah well where you know what i mean so where did you used to did you like go on vacations like where would you go like outside of yonkers as a kid
2: Vacations with the family, me and my mom, not a lot back then. far as her working and, you know, trying to make ends meet and us doing. But um, she got us, you know, probably like the basic Disney World, Florida, shit like that. Visit family, you know, other than that, not no real crazy shit. You know, but far as um, hanging out, we was everywhere, man. We was recording in Brooklyn and Queens and, and, and Funky Slice Studio in, in Brooklyn. Like all kind of places, like putting it in putting that work in and this is when when we was recording it was real real machines yeah and that plays and that plays and this and that like you know what i mean
0: well what did different now. what did harlem mean to you guys like right after like high school in in into those like first semesters of college
2: harlem was dope harlem you know our big bros uh d and y you know were from slash from there and from a couple other places but um they kept us in harlem a lot you know as far as doing a bunch of shit um um uh, especially in front of the Mark One Twenty Fifth, their dad owned that shit and uh, rented the stores out to everybody inside. So that was like their, their place to chill at in front of like the jewelry store over there, and like all the rappers from there, from mace to Cam and all them dudes, man, they were spitting that shit and dudes is dope. And this is around the real battle era, like you know what I mean? Where, where you going? And, and it's not necessarily battle how these new how these battle rappers do right now, like. Hardcore dissing each other and knowing facts and, and info on motherfuckers. And you know, these battle raps right now, when they say, So if you was over here,
0: to
2: you and uh I said, I said, I don't, not that. We would just spit rhymes that we had already. You know what I mean? And kind of like conversing with each other.
0: And whoever was yeah. like the hardest would sort yeah, exactly, of. Exactly, yeah.
2: exactly. So that's what Harlem was. Plus the other side of Harlem, like um coming from Yonkers, like it was like a way we was going somewhere different. Like, cause you know, let's get a bad here Let's go hang out somewhere else besides Yonkers. We'll go down there at the burger spots willy burgers and willy Jim
0: burgers Bowls and yeah. yeah
2: willy burgers jimbo's and all these places and this hangout and harlem week and and you know and it was it was cool it was cool then you go back home you felt like you was the shit like when I mean, you go somewhere else
0: did battles ever get like physical afterwards where people just like yo fuck you and that turned into something else
2: not really with us not really with us it was a heavy dislike give a pound and that was it more and more dice games broke out with fights and shit like that than the, than the battles with us back then I could see the, the battles nowadays getting like that. Yeah, because they be so intense. Like this motherfucker's no info and details on you and about your parents and all. You know what I mean? The battles now is like more intense than it was back then. Like I said, back then it was more lyrics that I had already. I'm spitting, not necessarily geared towards you.
0: Yeah. Well, how patient were you in that in that time period? Were you like definitely sure you were gonna get signed somewhere, or did you like you know need? I'm
2: gonna say yes. I'm gonna say hell yeah, hell yeah. We knew we was gonna blow up. Oh, yeah. We knew this shit was going to pop. Yeah.
0: Did you feel like it was going to happen like tomorrow or did you like really? No, like... No,
2: no, no. No, I didn't know it was going to happen tomorrow at all. You know what I mean? Like, absolute. I, I didn't even know Mary. I knew she loved our music. I didn't know she was taking it with her on, on the tours and playing it for people. And she wasn't even playing it for people to get us a deal. She was playing it like these niggas is dope from Yonkers. You got to hear them. Like it was like that kind of situation. It wasn't like, you know, so no, we didn't know, like, the next day we was going to blow up in an ass. She was, we didn't even know she gave it to Puff or this and that. We found out later. Well,
1: how like, did you yo. find out that she even fucked with you? Like, what, and did you have, no, like, no, people. Um,
2: yeah, she, 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 OG. she from youngest, but, um, her, her younger cousin, J-Bop, was always with her. And, like, he'll, he'll borrow her car and she'll give us the MPV and the
1: track
2: <laughs> and the Range Rover. She'll give us all them cars and, I'm like, yo, y'all go ahead, y'all chill, just don't mess my shit up. You know what I mean? And, you know, we'll ride right around blasting that shit. So we knew she fucked with us, but we didn't know she was bumping, you know, on the tall bus playing our shit.
0: Wait, so if she gave you the truck to borrow.
2: Yeah, she gave J-Bop the truck to, to ride around and like, she'll come pick us up. We all hang tough, like every day. Yeah, but did playing, you have like playing. your specific
0: spots in the car? Like you always
1: got shotgun?
2: <laughs> nah, uh, <laughs> nah, man, you better, nah, because you get in where you fit in when you get, you know, when it was Yeah, but point.
1: you were the tallest. Like you should have been in shot. Like no, oh, if no, they put.
2: What? What? Wood well, was tall. It was a few. It was, it was a few tall dudes. It was wood long. It was. It was a bunch of tall dudes. Yo, if I
0: they mean, put if well, they I put Sheik in the middle in the back.
2: <laughs> oh, they hate that. They hate <laughs> that I that day. like we don't, I, I, They don't even play that middle seat with me. I never get middle seats <laughs> and none of that shit. It's first class. Window exit is never no middle <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Or, but my, yo, my dudes hate. Hey, if I'm in the middle of on the side of thousands, them they can't stand. <laughs> yo, move your fucking arm, yo. Fuck. <laughs>
0: So you get, so you guys, you know, your tape gets from Mary to Puff. How does Puff show interest in you guys, and do you fuck with him at the very beginning?
2: Absolutely. Come on now, Puff was Puff. I mean, we only seen what we seen on TV and 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 these magazines and shit like that. Like you know what I mean. And um, and hearing about him and seeing him come through Mount Vernon and you know and doing it crazy and seeing his artists like that. So when we got there, it was it was literally like Mary set it up. And, and, and D&Y was our managers at the time Before the Rough Rider shit
1: yeah. came
2: up. And they took us And he was sitting behind a desk I forgot where the fuck we went Somewhere downtown It wasn't the wasn't none of the offices that you remember Yeah. And, and, and Puffs was sitting behind the desk Like yo what's up y'all Give us pounds Regular regular shit He's like yo let me hear
0: something
2: <laughs> We rapped We rapped and shit to him He's like yo He's just staring at us Dope Dope as fuck He played some of the music that we got Turned it off again Then he said let me hear some more shit Rap like and shit We rapped And he was like yo He said welcome to the family I said, get the fuck out! <laughs> like, he said, welcome to the family. I, I he said, I've been hearing all y'all shit for like. He said, he's he's been doing his research, but he finally met us and shit. And, yeah, and then that was that that one interview. That's when I knew it was always He's getting signed. He said, I'm gonna prepare the paperwork. I said, oh shit! And then um um, another time after that, uh, what was another time? Oh oh, we met him somewhere outside some studio and shit, and and the paperwork was, was going through. He wanted to, just, cause public like always have everybody around. He's like, yo, that's when he told us, um, think of a name. He's like, no, we're ready to war. And then that's when he did that shit, the legendary story. When he said, yo, the war is over, y'all with me now, y'all lot. He said, y'all, 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 the locks. And it ain't just two of y'all. It's a three man group. You and Styles, you Styles and Kiss. Word. Were... Because the first time, I don't think when the first time it was just me and Kiss up there. Second time it was all three of us, <laughs> crazy. And then he said, yo, y'all three man group, and the war is over now, y'all the lot <laughs> Period. Well, We was all, We was like, yo, this nigga's crazy, man. What do you mean by
1: that? Well, all these years later, do you think that you made the right decision in bringing Styles Absolutely. in? <laughs> <Okay>. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I can't even see it no other way. That's my brother to the death.
0: So, Word So you guys, you know, welcome to the family. Does that mean that you go home and like tell everybody like,
1: you know. Yeah, was your mom on board?
2: Hell yeah. Yeah, my mom was excited. She was like, you know, but they want to see the paperwork. Any adult, any anybody older than you want to see the paperwork. Yeah. See what's going on. You ready to sign that next hour <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. But you know they want to see the paperwork. They want to see what's up. But um, uh, I was excited. I can't. I told everybody in on the in the hood and on the block. But then they really don't. They like yeah whatever at first too. Until these songs start popping up. Until they, you know what? Until they start seeing with cameos and videos first. Because I think that's how they went before the songs got released. We were around, and they'll see us around certain people now. You know what I mean? And making different
1: moves.
0: So what not is? Being, uh-huh. Yeah, no. What does "welcome to the family" mean? Do you immediately go into the studio? Do you start working? Are you around like you know no, big? We, we, are you around Craig Mack? Like are, yeah, does he yeah, give you the, sweatpants? While the paperwork
2: is getting developed, while the paperwork is getting developed and all that shit, um, uh, we'll come down to Daddy's house over there to the studio wherever they're recording that. Yeah, not yeah. Not necessarily having a, not having a lot of song to work on or nothing, but just basically. Being around the situation, like, oh shit, we walking in, we walking in, looking like, yo, shit, that's big over there. That's 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 this person. That's Lil Kim. That's this. And they looking at us like, who the fuck are these? Guys?
0: Like,
2: <laughs> but they knew, they knew, because our shit on the street was buzzing. Like, like, I mean, tell, any any anybody mixtape that was coming out, mixtapes was like bibles back then. Like any any shit that was coming out, we was number one on every one Like being number one on these mixtapes at the time was or like top five or top three yeah. was the shit. So we was number one on every fucking thing you can name. Like we ran that shit for years. All that kind of shit.
0: Did you ever have a moment where you felt like imposter syndrome where it was like, yo, these guys are professionals, like, you know, that's Lil' Kim, that's Biggie, that's you know, whoever. Yeah, Yeah, I uh, don't deserve to be in this room. Yeah, we're guys like from Yonkers and like what are we doing here?
2: Nah, I I wanna say at the time and I'm not trying to sound funny, we was like, We'll body anybody in here. I swear to God, lyrically we're ready for we're ready for war. That's how we was with us. That's how we carried ourselves. You you may have, I mean, you may have all that over us money and your fame, you blew up already. and But we our attitude was like, man, we we, we dope on this mic. Like, we make dope records. And that's how we went about our shit. Like, I remember, like, as we blew, everybody, like, as we starting to blow up, every big and all them people, like, bring people through and hear us rap while we in there working on our songs. We'll stop what we're doing so much through the day because people are coming and like, yo, you got to hear these niggas. You know what I mean? It was like if that. people
0: are looking for the locks these days, there's a guarantee that you guys are in the studio. Was that something that was always in your DNA during the Bad Boy years as well?
2: Nah, we strong. That shit. I should. I want to say we we had a strong work work ethic, but um, dealing with Puff made it even stronger. Seeing how hard he works, I'm gonna keep it hundred, man. That, that man is like a a workhorse, like dog. No matter what y'all say, and like like for real, like when he put his mind to it, he's there. He's going. He's coming back to the studio after. He's 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 like you know we see that shit. And I tell I always tell that story when he told us, y'all got nowhere near as the amount of money as me, and y'all go home early than me every night. He mm. used to tell us that shit. Y'all go home like fucking way. Y'all leave and go outside and go chill and go back to do whatever. He said y'all ain't rich like me. Mm. And he said y'all ain't even making like me and y'all leaving every night like that. And that shit hit us. It has hit us hard. He used to make us go listen. He used to make us go listen to other people's albums and shit like that, dog. Like like yo. Not saying make, but like you know, request that yo, I need y'all to hear. Listen to the Chronic. Wow. Tell me what y'all think tomorrow. Like when y'all hear that whole album, like what did you get from that? Like like what, how they formatted, meaning like how, how they formatted it. You know what topics they touched on. You know they was. I guess he just didn't want us just rapping, rapping, rapping. Yeah. Cause we came from like just spitting, just spitting. At, you know, not no real destination, but just spitting. You know.
0: Yeah. Being from Westchester, what did Heavy D mean to you? And and did Puff introduce you?
2: No, nah, Hev was from Ev's was from Malvern Vernon, New York. Rest in peace to have. I love that brother, man. Always, always. was a major dude, man. And like behind a lot of Puff stuff and all that, man. Yeah. Decisions and all that. You know what I'm saying? From D.O. to to all them guys out there, man. You know, much, much love. But now nah, we knew them from Alberta.
0: There's a, a certain pedigree that comes with being a bad boy artist from Craig Mack to Biggie to Mace, who you guys knew from 125th. Yeah. And when it comes to you guys making an album... yeah. Are you guys expecting to be global superstars right from the jump?
2: No, well that see, I right, so the the mixtape scene went faster than anything else. Like, cause the mixtape, you're in control of it. You could throw that shit out and make these songs and just push it out and do whatever you want, and it drops immediately and the world hears it. Yeah, and it's before the internet and shit like that. But um, when we started making these songs and formatting them and making real songs, it was procedure. Like we was like, damn man, when is YO C gonna come out, man? Shit, when is the song going to get played? When is the DJ in the um We used to run down on DJs, not really run down on them, but like ask them, can they play shit sometimes? Like, like no? who, Flex? <clears throat> no, 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 but like like in the, in the club. Mm. Whoever's in the club DJing at the, in the Palladium. So when our song comes on in the Palladium for the first time, we lost our mind, but he played it damn near when it was like five people left in that But <laughs> well, we was all, yeah. Yeah, but we was dancing around. Like when see came on in the Palladium, all we was like 20 deep. We was like, oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know the DJ is looking at us like, "Don't <laughs> you know, get idiots down." The lights is on and shit, like yo. But that's uh, that's you know, but you know, you know, it's out of your control when it, you know, not now, but back then, it's out of your control when um, when it was time to make the real records because it's procedure, clearance, uh, 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 getting it to the right people. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. How comfortable were you with Puffy and the Hitman and all those guys? And did you want to bring the Mushmen? with you to keep that thing oh, going you said the yeah
2: no no they've been it been fell out with us but, but when we got with puff we had to get rid of them it been fell out they was doing grimy shit to us shit. Uh, for real so that's it yeah yeah hell yeah like like when um we you know we got certain business wise they wasn't doing it right they wasn't doing it right to where like yo they was trying to keep our advances and and, and keeping money and shit like that not to slander them brothers because we cool to this day yeah but, yeah um but uh yeah, but at the time you know, at least, yeah Davis moving, Davis moving real fast. So DNY had to like put pressure on them, Got us released, paid them a little money and shit. Got us released and shit, and that was that. But um, nah, it, I really was basically it was me and Kiss was planning on just bringing Styles. Mm. And you know what I mean. And um and um, but until he made us a group, and we of course was affiliated with Casino and a couple other people. But um, for the most part, it was just Locks all day. We, that brotherhood was strong.
1: What about when like Shug reached out?
2: Suge, yeah, Suge. Mary. That was Mary again. Mary was like, yo, she, Mary was on the mission, man. I love you, Mary. She was she was just like, yo, uh uh she, you, I'm, I'm gonna have I'm gonna conference call you with Shug in a little while. I'm like, who? Nice. <laughs> so ask Kiss, like, yo, the nigga Shug got on the phone. He was like, yo, man, I love y'all shit. I love everything y'all doing, this and that, and um, yada yada yada. I love for y'all to come out come out to the West so I can hear more and like and, and you know, get you all to join the team. He's like, Oh shit. But at the time a lot of that was happening. Cause like I said, Chub Rock tried. Eddie Efron, Dave Hall, all these like executive kind of people was trying to get us to sign with them.
1: So, was there any part of you, like in the years, like when when the West was really popping off, was there any uh, part of you that was like, oh, <laughs> we we could have done that?
2: Uh nah, because when the West was popping off, they was of course extra dope dope as fuck. But like we came in kind of like when they started battling, when Big started battling with them and getting into beef with them you know what i mean it was like yeah. we only we wanted we wanted to jump in them battles and say our words we wanted to come back and say some shit back at them but we was told nah stay out of it we, i swear no lyrics not nah, just stay all the way out of that who shit. told you that i think it was like Puff and all them i want to say puffing all them probably our management dny like not lyrically we we was ready for whatever i just think that they was just like you know what, that's big and i'm like leave it that's that who you brought I mean?
0: who brought uh if you think i'm jiggy to the table
2: if you think i'm jiggy we was in there one night that's we was making an actual project the actual album and shit and um uh that beat was playing from the neptunes you know they did that track and shit
0: really uh, and,
2: yeah 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 that was one of the first records wow uh, and then um, they did that shit and then um um um, and then they flipped it and then we was just bugging out with the hook and shit like that we you know
0: if you really did, was that Rod Rod <laughs> yeah, Rod yeah
2: yeah so we just flipped it and shit pop was loving it and um we didn't, we didn't think we was, like, at the time, we didn't think it was, like, a soft, soft record. But I guess coming from our background of lyrics, you know, it was like, yo, what the fuck are these guys doing? And then when he put the shiny suits on us and shit, it was like, you really, like, kind of confused motherfuckers with the Jiggy shit. Some people liked it.
1: Wait, I thought that was a Dame Grease song.
2: Dame Grease made Jiggy?
1: Yeah.
2: Mm, I don't know. That's what the credits say right there?
1: That's what the Wikipedia says. So, you Day know, could be, could be true, <laughs> yeah, could yeah, not yeah, be true. Yeah, I don't true. know, double
2: check, unless, unless, did did they, uh, see if the Neptunes did the remix, flipped it. Flipped
0: yeah, do it we left. need to get someone publishing for this? Like no, <laughs> nah, know? I know, right,
2: nah, I think <laughs> the Neptunes did the remix, I don't know which one, it was the original, but, um, yeah.
0: Wow. So, if
2: you look at it, it's one of Pharrell's first tracks, the, the Jiggy shit.
0: So, so um, you're, you're working on, on tracks like that, you're, you're part yeah, of. Yeah, we
2: didn't think there was no soft shit at the time, we just having fun in the studio.
0: Well, that that bad boy energy must have translated beyond the songs, beyond the music videos, and taken you on tour. Absolutely. So you were you bought in?
2: Yeah, for the most part. For the most part, I mean, like it was some songs that, like, um, you know, like I said, that we wasn't, I wasn't feeling, or um, I didn't think it was for us, or whatever, whatever. But Puff, you know, at the time was just like, yo, dog, listen, yeah, like trust me on certain records. Because, you know, we was only coming from the streets of Youngest and he was just telling us like, yo, in Atlanta, this shit is going to bump on um, Texas. This is going to be crazy. Yeah, like, you know, he was, he was giving us a broader perspective of it. After a while, you don't want to hear that shit because all you care <laughs> about is your little Youngest team. Like, you care if they like it in the Tri-State. Yeah. You know what I mean? He made, us, he made it more like my mind to this day, I think of everywhere else because uh, of that kind of thinking.
0: So was it was it frustrating to like you know your team back home that you weren't like making the same type of records that you did before you signed? Nah,
2: nah. They, at, back home, back home, especially in the streets in New York, because like what we'll do is we'll, even to this day, like we'll still put out monster like street shit first. That's the shit he had no control. We'll still pull out mixtapes and shit like that, and then then he'll come with them big big top ten records. Like you know what I'm saying? We we'll, we always had a balance, like the motherfuckers could do this song with Mariah and then give you like niggas done started something yeah. shit like that yeah so we always somehow had a, a mainstream underground kind of thing going with us
0: so puff ends up being a great collaborator and a great mentor to you and then your friend bi yeah. dies are you left lost do you think yeah. you don't know what to make of life and and how how long does that wait stay on your shoulders how do you move
1: forward
2: i can actually speak for all of us we was like when big we because you know we were out there at the time we was there we was at the party we was gonna go hang with him we was actually gonna get in the car with him to go to that next party We was gonna go to a clue party up in the hills and shit big and him said don't get in the car like nah, we'll meet y'all up there you know we's young niggas we just wanted to jump in with them so anyway they dead at us they said yo this yo we meet y'all there and shit little niggas like whatever right boom all right cool we we'll meet y'all up there so long story short like after he passed it was more like I wonder if Puff is gonna keep going. Is Bad Boy over? Like, cause that shit is kind of traumatizing to to the, to the head of your label or whoever. Like, him, you know, maybe a while to get back on your feet. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to sound selfish, but we was like, yo, we ain't know where the where the where the job stood at. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um and um and basically, I just we we was just, that that was our concern. I remember my mom calling that night and seeing if we was okay, and she was just like, yo. And Puff put us on a flight, a, a, a private plane that night, like, oh, no, early, yeah, that night, early morning, got ba- got us up at it, and, um, I, th- I think, what's that, that flight like? Stuck. Is that,
0: is that flight just, like, the just longest? Oh, quiet? It, yeah. it
2: was intense and quiet, and a lot of concern, a lot of questioning, like, yo, uh, damn, like, kind of, like, what's next, and it, I, I know it's so soon, but you're like, yo, what's next, as far as, like is it retaliation can you come back to LA yeah, you, yeah 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 is, is is this label still for us is, is Puff quitting is he gonna be threatened is he dying next like you know it was it was that kind of kind of concern going on Fuck. like do we leave yeah so it was it was just crazy you know but um um I knew once we had made the shit called um love big papa
1: yep and shit, yeah
2: right, just on our own that was with Dane Grease he made that he could have made Jiggy 2 I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I know Neptune did
1: <laughs> Neptune's did the remix yeah I checked
2: it did, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. But look, and then, um, so, like, uh, when we made Love Big Papa and shit, like, and then I think that inspired Puff to, um, inspired Puff to, uh, to make his Missing You record. It absolutely did, because he wasn't thinking of one. He was like, yo, I love what y'all did. I want to shoot the video. I want to do. I'm like, so that's how I knew he was kind of back on his music shit. But he was definitely down for a minute, which had everybody else down.
1: Yeah. And so, when, how, how long did that period of just like trauma, um, like last with you like how how long did that feeling just like exist within you
2: it was it was a long time i ain't gonna lie it was a long. everybody was depressed the the state of hip-hop in new york was depressed from from on the radio with angie and everybody crying and like brooklyn when we went to the funeral it was it went it went for a long time before everybody started celebrating his life like you know what i mean it went for a long time especially um being creative um um you know even though we had the songs and we shot the video love big pop it's like sad sad moments you know and to keep pushing forward you know even going back to la you still kind of was like in a, in a different vibe you yeah.
1: know who, who were Actually, you where were you when when tupac was shot um
2: somewhere in Yonkers. somewhere in Yonkers. i don't think doing too much of nothing too major i don't think doing too not, nothing too crazy like somewhere in Yonkers. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I remember I heard about it. It was more of I heard about it thing with Pac. Right. I knew the studio. What, what, what when you mean? When he passed?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. In, in yeah, Vegas? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, you know, the, the New York situation. Right. right at man, Quad.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: Right. Right. Nah, um, I don't I remember exactly where I was at with that situation.
0: Who were you closest with besides Mace? In the bad boy camp, like, were you close with 112? Were you close with Total? Like, how did those friendships work?
2: Nah, I would say just the junior mafia. Mm. Of course, Total was, everybody was cool and shit. I remember I used to tell Total and I'm, yo, come in, the, put me in the video as your, as the leading nigga. I <laughs> used to tell him, yo, I'm that nigga. I swear to God, I thought I was hot to death. Like, like yo, put me in there as the nigga with no shirt on and all that. And I was like, oh, shit. Man, that was my confidence level. Uh-oh. But mainly like Junior Mafia and um D rock and all them, C Gutter and all them, they kind of con- they connected it with us, crazy like. Not you know? not
0: Carl Thomas or anybody.
2: Hell yeah, Carl Thomas, that's my nigga. Of course, I'm no, I'm not, I'm not saying that we weren't cool
0: with yeah yeah yeah.
2: We yeah. Were Twelve and all them, but like come on, it was gutter and then C's and trife and all them, like you know we just regular niggas, Brooklyn niggas and you niggas, just you know doing regular shit.
0: Meanwhile, meanwhile you're showing up on a on a fucking uh, helicopter with Mariah, so
2: absolutely. <laughs> That's the good shit with Puff, man. I tell you, I tell you to this day, it's it's, it's it's different worlds. Like you know, you got rough riders, the gritty, grimy shit, which which everybody grew to love and shit. You know what I mean? Because I think it was timing with all this kind of shit. Yep. And then Puff would give you that fucking fly shit. Puff would give you the fly shit. Like I never been to parties like Puff ever again in my life since then. Yeah. How Puff do it? I mean, I caught back up with him and did it big and big tours and shit and after parties. But like he, at the time, we ain't really we ain't really get it how big he was doing it.
0: Yeah, you said you went out to, like, the Hamptons and you still had your Tims on, right?
2: All that. Tims on a boat, nigga. Like, a <laughs> boat. We'd come in there all fucked up looking at shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Kiss might have been, like, a little flyer than us and shit. You know, he's a, he had, like, a little different shit. But me and Styles like, yo, nigga, we ready watching our back. Like, we fucking... Rikers right Island's man. We on a fucking luxury yacht.
0: <laughs> um, Yo, when... <laughs> When when you got on Get At Me Dog, did you have any idea what that would turn into and, and what kind of movement that felt like?
2: Nah not really. Not really. We um a lot of the songs that the last make, man, I could tell you I'm I swear to this day, like they're just they're just what's on our minds right then and there and like in in the spirit of everything and we hope you love it. You know what I mean? We actually I'm i I'm s I'ma literally say like We kind of don't go for like, we don't say this is going to be a single. This is going to be this and that. This is going to, we kind of like this, make this music and hope our, our core core fan base love it. And that shit turned out, it it worked so many times. So like, you know, our judgment, I guess is pretty good, man, with the music.
1: Well, but then how do you choose a single for any project? Like what, what is the criteria? Yeah.
2: No, well, I mean, in today's like, like, during the, during the process back then, it was just like making hit music. Like, you know, if the producer's a big producer, you know the shit might go. Like, you know what I mean? But my lyrics would remain the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, today, it's kind of like you format it like that with the short verses and the hook and the, and the dope producer. Like, you kind of like crafted that way today. But back then, it was just like, man, if Benjamin's go, it go. Or, niggas gonna start a some, or, or Wild Out. Like, you know, it was just... Just dope music to us.
0: Did your mom ever like pull you aside and be like, Sean, uh, I heard one of your tracks, and absolutely, this is this is a little uh, absolutely. Like, she stand who is with this guy? Who's this guy rapping? Like, I don't she know.
2: him. Ask, yo, she can't stand with all the cursing and all that, shit, <laughs> that grimy, i shoot you, and and all that wild crazy. Shit. She used to tell me, yo, try for the women. I swear to God, my mom told me that go for the women, but it was a time she used to always tell me that to tone it down and do some other. shit. And um um I swear to God, like before I got into the making them chick records, like knowing I yo, know, Groovy Lou and all these people still always say your Lou, the chicks like you. Try chick record, I'm telling you, try the shit. And 'cause I was I was really like hesitant as far as like, you because know, the group I'm coming from. Sure. You know, I can't talk no chicks. I can't say good love. I can't <laughs> you know, like you know what I mean? But yo, the, that shit, they couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. The woman is a different market, man.
0: Well, so meanwhile, you're your trying music. to be in every music video yeah, with your trying shirt to be off. Total, yeah. You
1: know. uh, yeah,
2: true, true, true. Just having <laughs> fun. You know, you the regular street nigga, just having fun. Like, yo, come love on me and shit like that, <laughs> you know. But when I realized how to format these chick record, records and shit and not sound like all too grimy and gritty, it worked.
0: Crazy. Oh, okay, so going, going up to Angie, uh, you know, being on the radio and threatening Puff to, you know, throw a refrigerator down off the roof and all that stuff. How confident were you that you were going to get off the label?
2: Um, With Puff, I think that's why we kind of did that to stir up some stuff. Like, these motherfuckers actually, Kiss and Styles came up during my, I had an album dropping and shit. These niggas used my platform. Man, and talking about shit like that. I was fucking pissed off. Man, I thought they was coming to help my project out and say some shit. The niggas didn't mention one song on my shit, man. Now, one fucking single. These niggas go up there flipping and the shit. I'm looking like, and Angie, like, it's fucked up, man. She gets up here promoting shit. Y'all going. But, but she wanted more. She wanted more of that shit. Like, you know, tell me more about the locks. But like, yo, them niggas ain't even mentioned nothing. It's all You know what I'm saying? Like, the fuck, man. I wish they could see my face, with that shit. Like, yo, but um the reason they did that is because none of the other shit was working like far as getting off the project. I mean, you know, even let the locks go campaigns and all that. Puff wasn't moving like that. You wasn't shaking him up like that. Puff was a Puff was a Puff had big loys.
0: Big well, did he, like that. If you had a one-on-one conversation with him, would he like bring that same energy or was he just like, fuck you? Like, no, you you sign a contract and you're, you know, you're stuck in it.
2: Not not necessarily fuck you, but like, it would be like, all right, well, I understand your concern. Let's see what we could do. It was more like that. It was more like, I understand this and that. All right, so um, how can we make it better? Or or, or, or let me talk to the lawyer, see if we can work this shit out. And then everybody go their way. But you could keep, somebody could keep spinning you like that and say, so you don't realize months is going by. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, and eventually you're not shelved, but, you know, you're still spinning and waiting for a lawyer and waiting for this person to say this and that. So, you know, we figured out the best way to get at them and have the, it was, which was the people, you know?
0: And was there any discussion that you might go anywhere else other than Rough Riders?
2: No, no, no. Well, Rough Riders, I don't know who else was was the labels at the time, that movement. They had their movement starting with us and then going with X was picking up so crazy. It was like a no-brainer. Like they were, they were. Like I mean, from Bad Boy, Rough Rider, Cash Money, that was it.
1: Rockefeller, yeah. I mean, you may have, you yeah. may have Rockefeller
2: at, at the same time, but I think they kind of, their squad was kind of like solidified. And shit. Dame, Dame try to get the locks over there? Mad Times, he was like, "Yo, this would be one big happy family." He used to always say that shit to us. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Dame used to always try to like get that shit going. But um, we was actually they, D and was more like our big brothers than anything. Besides management, they was our big brother. So it was like, yo, what better? Nigga, they, these niggas got big deals. They they know what it is already.
0: DMX signs to Def Jam. He's the hottest thing on the streets. Rough Riders gets their imprint, and you guys are down with yep. the team. Everyone can look back now and be like, oh, yeah, Swiss Beats. But but you saw something in him that other people didn't.
2: No, it was, it was, that was our little nigga. Mm-hmm. Swiss is our little, that was my little brother. Like even so, So, you know. Cause you guys, you understand? Like, if when X took off, it had a lot to do with us. Yeah. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah. From money, power, respect, the niggas done start all these records like that. All right, yo, we gonna DM and will say, yo, we gonna throw X on. You get know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. These are records, and then like you know, he he kept niggas done started something and all that kind of shit. But these are records that the locks had. So you know, it was like um, we had a lot to do with all that, and, and you know, we knew Swiss from from back then. He, he was D's little nephew, and um, you know, I and I remember naming him Swiss. Really. Swizzy, I used to call him Swizzy. Yeah, shit like that. He'd tell you like, yo, know, he used to always call him, play this practice Stores. He was always dope, real creative, real energetic, like that, like that. And he was he was living in Atlanta. Yeah. And um, me, me and D was running around, you know, doing whatever, whatever before the music. And um, he used to call like, yo, play this to my uncle. Like, let's tell him listen to this. Yo, tell him I need this Triton keyboard. I need this, this, and that. And I'd be like, all right, say no more. I got you. When he when he get back in the car, I'ma tell him. Yeah, Swiss. You know I mean? Swiss
0: told us that that you were the one out of everybody who who really like
1: you know believed in him. Yeah. Believed in him. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and and I was like right I was like running around and shit, right? Um I was right next to D. You know what I'm saying? Before the music shit. Like, you know, around around yeah, that yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. So I it was easy to like to to, to to relay the message from his nephew and shit.
0: We are the streets is such a definitive piece of work. You know, you and Swiss and Rough Riders all coming together and people can look and be like, that is Yonkers yeah. right there. Um yep. Was there any hesitation, you know, coming from that big sort of pop, top 10 type of, of world that Bad Boy has, that you're going into this thing that's more rugged, that's more street, that's more tough? Was there any, like, apprehension there considering, like, you know what works and this thing is so new?
2: I want to say no because it was easy for us because we came from that gritty shit, Did went to that kind of, like, top 10 re- making record type sound. Um all the way back to the, cause DM was D, D, DMX and DNY and all them niggas was setting the setting the, they were setting the way, they were setting the trend for all that Grammy shit back again, with the no shirts and the pit bulls and the and that hardcore shit. We was like, nigga, that's what we do anyway.
0: Pull ups. Right, yeah. To get
2: back to so it was kind of like easy, and it was easy and like in the I mean in the um, in the executives that we needed to talk to was DNY. I was like, shit, nigga, <laughs> we run around with it. We run around with them, so what the fuck, ain't nothing to talk about.
1: Yeah, I mean, did, did uh, Rough Riders have their business, like, down pat?
2: Nah, not at all. Not at all.
1: <laughs>
2: nah, 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 not at all. They tried, they tried, like, as far as, like, you know, um, they had, like, their sister running a certain part of it. They yeah, had, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, um You know, they, they they kept a real family, like, where everybody had a role to play. You know what I mean? From from the pops to, to everybody was doing that, but, you know, some of these people was... Kind of forced into these positions that had no no interest in music or really really didn't do that before that.
0: Yo, I think I know the answer to this, but but Sheik, were you ever a real motorcycle guy?
2: Nah, never, <laughs> never. I I, don't, I never even owned a motorcycle. <laughs> never, ever 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 ever. no Williams, none of that shit. Word up. Uh, that Wait. was this dead flow they started them did the bike chapters and this and
0: that. Yeah. Now nah,
2: we wasn't Williams. We wasn't doing none of that motorcycle. Yo, <laughs> when <laughs> when, oh, when look dope.
0: When 400, you know, dudes in, like, leather vests, you know, show up with that big R, double R on the back, and they're all doing wheelies yeah. and everything, you're just like, all right, cool,
1: I'll I'll yeah. take the, I'm going to take, a, I'll I'll take the, it, the 20. I I'm yeah. like, yo, who the, who the fuck are these people,
2: man? I can't even get in my own club. These niggas getting in before me and shit like that. I was like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> who are these niggas and shit like that? It was, so that this shit, they ran this shit like a big big gang for real you know what, I'm saying? Yeah, what was the biggest
0: R- difference between between the vibe of bad boy and the vibe of rough riders
2: bad boy was fly as fuck <laughs> rough riders rough riders was the warriors man <laughs> i don't think it was one besides eve no other girls around <laughs> with rough riders there. i ain't <laughs> see one other chick with rough riders rough riders was rikers <laughs> island the heavy show every show puff shit was fooled with the light under it and shit with fucking with the with the candle under it, and the room smelled dope. And you know, you get on stage and have security and shit. Like, that's how their shit was. DM shit was like, yo, they was coming up from the street. They getting this big ass bag. They got the hottest artist in New York and they running with it. They don't give a fuck. That's how they was doing it. Their meetings was as such and all that, man. Like, with, with executives and they didn't really rub shoulders with a lot of people. And, you know, you know, they, so to say, like, they didn't go play golf with a lot of people or, you know what I mean? Their whole shit was like, yo, we it. And that's how they moving.
0: When it comes down to it, like you and you've been all across the country, you've toured with like so many different factions. Is there any harder group than Rough Riders?
2: Far as far as far as label yeah. label, yeah, nah, not at the time. Nah, they was the hardest shit out. Rough Riders was the hardest shit out. I mean, far, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Rough Riders the hardest shit out. Period. Yeah, back in that back in that time, man. Um it, you know, everybody had their thing. Cash money, yep. you know, they was coming from that 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 whole um New Orleans scene and and showing you an insight on like how they moved back then. And you know, cash money was the ones like they kept it ghetto too, as far as like they ain't had no project chicks in their videos. They had like regular hood bitches in their shits, like bugging out. And yeah. I think people like that. They're like, yo, shit, she look like me or he looked like me, and, and and everybody's cool. Like, you know, people can relate when they see that kind of shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly.
2: Puff kinda had it. Puff had it to where, nah, bitch, she don't look like you. That bitch, I don't know where she from. He flew that bitch from Brazil somewhere, nigga. Ooh, shit. Like that, that was Puff thing and it worked. You know what I mean? The Rough Riders was just like we these we these Harlem like youngest dudes and, and we do the wheelies. they had their gimmicks, you know. The clan had the Kung Fu shit and all that. Like yeah. everybody had their thing with it. Everybody had their thing.
1: Well, what kind of what kind of girls were you meeting at like your shows when you were on Rough Riders?
2: none <laughs> girls is at the show wasn't no girls no bitches at our shows at all bro i'm talking about madison square garden sword fight pickle park oh
0: my god were, pickle...
2: yo garden with pickle park and that shit word
0: you're saying the girls didn't want to yell all the lyrics to wild out
2: see here's the thing here's the thing let me know like like even even in to today you know like um Face shootings and shit going on at clubs. Ain't no women coming out, dog. Like, like you gotta understand, when you scare the women away, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. And then you know, so it's a trickle effect because once you scare the women away, and my, my the Loops told you this shit, man. Once you, <laughs> them, once you scare the women away, it fucks up everything because the dudes only come out because it's gonna be bitches there. Oh my god. You only going out because it's chicks at the club and it's gonna be lit like that. You ain't going out because there's a bunch of dudes there, man. You want to see the chicks? Once you scare them away, it's a wrap. Well, then
1: where, we did meet, where did you meet? Where did you Uh, where did you meet women?
2: Um, no, like they're probably be at the after parties and shit like that, but like you know, if they if they too scared <laughs> for the show, you know, it's, it's you know, it's crazy. You want them, that's why that's why people will have like Puff will have all that grimy shit going on, like, like with Big and all that, but he'll throw a Usher on the tour too, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: So, when you're like at your guys' height, obviously everyone comes calling and they're like, Yo, you gotta have a solo album, right? So, I remember yeah. like that fever where they're like, Yo. We're gonna get like the locks album, but we're gonna get like solo records from everybody, and everyone was looking yeah. forward to that. Did you feel like pressure to make a solo album? Like not like there, there was never a question that you guys no, were gonna split not. up, but people wanted you to like have a full no, album here's the of She Louise.
2: When 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 um when when the locks shit was bubbling and all that, I was like, I was kind of cool with the, just the locks bubbling. Not even thinking of no solo kind of project shit. Um, and then I ain't even think that d and them niggas was even looking at me like that to make no solo shit. Like I thought they was looking past me and not not giving me that credit to do my own solo shit, right? Like yo, man, Styles and Kiss got this situation. They getting paid for they doing this and that. It came later to me. Like and I, one of my homies like yo, do a freestyle and push some shit out. I just want to see some. I did it, and everybody was like, oh shit, mm-hmm. like they was loving the shit. I started my own movement called D Block. Yeah what i'm saying me and super mario i, yep. gra- I grabbed super mario bad boy Jumbo, and J hood and shit like that and we started our own movement and had motherfuckers go crazy around the world with this whole D block shit you get what i'm saying styles kiss definitely came on and um but for the most part it was like yo it was me like saying that you know y'all ain't even looking at me over here let me move on and make my own noise
1: yeah well what did it and mean because for...
2: it was like real kiss heavy kiss heavy kiss heavy kiss and then and then when styles made good um me um i get high that shit popped off all crazy, but then he went to jail. Yeah. But Still, like they, they D wasn't looking at me or trying to help my situation at all. Not in a bad way, like that, but for the most part, like you know, no, it wasn't the attention that 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 I needed. I don't right. even know. I don't even know if I gave him the incentive that I wanted to either. Well, you
0: how know did, what I mean? To, how did yeah, that make you feel? I
2: think, um, no, I, I think it did. I think it did fuck me up. Like, yo, what's up, man? Y'all ain't looking at me. What's up? I think it did fuck me up to make me want to go do my own thing. Yeah. Hell yeah.
1: What was your feeling like when when Jada and Styles did their solo projects? Like were you when actually when, when Jada did his first? Like what was oh, that I, what was I, that feeling and like?
2: And it's not just saying no bullshit, like extra proud, like yo, this shit is that shit is hot. I couldn't wait to be in the videos to come there to do all that shit. I thought it was fire.
0: And it was Styles
2: fire. Shit, I was like, yo, this shit is fire. Every, see, that's the only shit see, that's the part that nobody nobody could fuck up. No matter what, I was proud as fuck of Styles and kiss of everything they was doing period so when it when when it was some, my turn to start getting busy when i when i was making these records and shit, they was like oh shit this movement is crazy i'm fucking with you loose this is crazy right here. you know what i'm saying like that's the only thing us three that no one could ever like break or fuck up they you, probably the world or whoever probably be like ah oh, styles and kiss gonna be Styles, she gonna be mad at kiss going solo nah we was some of the happiest or vice versa that's how it always goes
0: right. So how did it feel when when you did the deal with Def Jam and and you did put out those solo projects? Did you did you get the same uh Hell
2: yeah, yeah, nah, it was lit. It was lit when I did the heavy where we go.
0: And I did all them fucking kiss your ass goodbyes and, yep.
2: and when I got with Koch and One and all these records. And and fucking good love number one on both stations and you know this it was dope yeah it was dope and we had this young boy hood and shit like that and everything and Super Mario was a genius coming from the bad boy era yep. like you know what I mean he's, he you know he's the one to put out Benjamins and all these kind of records and um it was just amazing man it was, you know it was dope it feels good
0: oh speaking of Benjamins can you talk about your experience uh, recording that down in Virginia and and what Missy Elliott had to do with everything no nah, but
2: it wasn't it wasn't it was it was was not it was in um it was in it was in New York oh really. Yeah, it was in New York. Missy was this head.
0: Oh, got she, it, she got from,
2: it. Yeah, Missy was up in um in her daddy's house and shit. Well, at the time we didn't even know who she was. Um she was in there with Puff, um, going over this, going over. I think I don't know what they was in there talking about. We just got there and we came in the room. She was like, What's up, y'all? And they was looking at that video she had with Regina. Regina, um, what's her name, right? Which she was um one of them songs she had, and she was just like, Yo, let me hear y'all rap. I heard so much about y'all and this that we was like, all right, dope. He had the beat playing. I was like, You got another beat? We was all like, yo, you got different beats and this shit? It was the Benjamin's though. Nobody really believe that, like, yo, it was the Benjamin's like, yo, you got another. He's like, nah, to this. And it was the bing ding 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 ding. And I just started spitting. I was strictly trying to cop those. Boom. She was like, that's crazy. That needs to be on this track. Kiss went, right? She was like, Oh, that's sick. Boom, styles went. She was like, cool. You know because <laughs> you know, I swear to God, because like, yo, you know what it was? Styles didn't have his shit written to that beat or none of us. And Strictly trying to cop those wasn't meant for Benjamins. And kiss shit. Uh, and nobody shit. was just fit. It just fit with it. And then we and it was a long ass verse. alcohol like, when you was pussy and I went to the whole shit. She was bugging in the room, dancing and doing these footworks and shit like that. And doing like like bugging out i on like yo, shorty's crazy. It's like, yo, I swear she was just like, yo, man, yo, yo, y'all gonna write puffs first. And Puff's sitting there, like, listen, like, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna write puffs first you going to keep that Strictly China shit, blah, 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 blah. And she kind of painted. She made, she executive produced that whole record. I swear to God. And but, that, it was like a little midi room.
0: And you were just like, she, what? She, she might not even
2: remember this shit, but I know, I'm telling you. She was in there and, and
1: word. Yeah. That, that's so crazy. Yo, she does remember it, by the way. She, yeah, she said she was on just, Twitter. Uh, yeah, she's tweeting about it. Oh, uh, dope, dope, dope. Yeah. Yeah, So yeah, So
0: all these years later, by the way, when Jada does the um the verses battle against Fabulous like a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah. and we were, we were texting with him back and forth ahead of time being like, yo, play this, make sure you do this, go to this early yeah. or whatever, which he did a lot yeah. of, which like made us like insanely proud for something that has no like, doubt. that has, no that has no consequences whatsoever. Yeah. But, and he destroyed it, but, uh, we were like, yo, um, make sure to play victory. And then like, you know, cause he wrote the verse for puff and then flip the chair over and leave. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. he, but, but he played it. And a lot of people. Did not know that he was behind that. Um, uh, but like making making that album and being a part of that whole process, uh, you know. Uh, being part of the family? Yeah, Puff Daddy and the Family. What, yeah. what what was that energy like? Because that is, you know, after Big died, that is that yeah. like, you know, sort of Puff is coming back and now he's at the forefront of this. Yeah. What was that energy that was, like? It was dope, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, um, it was the Goodfellas Project. I, I, then he changed it to Puff Daddy and the Family. It was the Goodfellas at first and shit. He oh really? It, it was called the Good Fellas? Yeah. Good fellas, yeah. It was the Goodfellas. You hear him say it in some of the songs, Good Fellas. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: That. Yeah, but um it was that and then he changed it to the other joint. I don't know, probably I don't know if the movie was coming out, Goodfellas. I don't know what was going on but um, but um it was a dope it was a dope vibe, man. Running around and shooting the the, the um the album cover in Miami and just seeing different things and getting back on getting back on track, you know? Yeah. It was dope.
0: Um Okay, so uh, we know that the 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 Locks album is a real thing. We've heard, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, loyalty yeah. and love. We've heard, you know, we've seen that you guys uh, have a documentary. Well, we yeah, we we watched the yeah. documentary, but we've seen that you guys filmed a music video with DMX. Um, yeah, we shot that
2: like a couple of weeks
0: ago. Crazy. Uh, yeah. It's it's been a project that has been long talked about, right? We know yeah. we know that you know some of the producers you've worked with. We know all the the time you've put into this. What yeah. has been and and obviously like we know you guys are, you know, been signed distributed through Rock Nation for the past like uh, 3 or 4 years something like that. But yeah. what what has this this been like between the last project and 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 this time? Why have you guys not put anything out like as a full project in in so long? Well,
2: what was the last one like um what was the last uh, filthy America?
0: Well, th- that but that was like an EP, right?
2: But that was yeah, kind of like an EP. Um, basically, uh, really at first was trying to find a home for it before we got to Rock Nation, and then um, um, really like our solo projects, we would release like a bunch of stuff here and there, and just like uh, not really focusing on that particular project. And then we'll do a lot of run around touring and shit like that. You know, that that's what it was. And then when we really got um, like solid on the on the Locks project. We had to fly over here to get beats from this person, go to LA and do this, all kind of shit. People just wanted that shit to be big, to be incredible. But um, now it's just moving the dates around with the Corona and everything like that going on. So it's ready though. We ready, ready. We just actually heard the uh, the um, a lot of the master the, the mixes right now. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. mixes, yeah, yeah.
0: That's super dope. Yeah, you just have no studio to play it in. <laughs> we, go? we just
2: go.
0: You have no studio to play it in.
2: I know, I know, I know, I know. Word, but I play it on my phone. And shit
0: in yeah. um, so, obviously, you know, Sheik, you you, you you. live a real life as well. You have investments, you have houses in, in different states, you're a businessman, uh, yes, you have had uh, two or three different uh, D Block studios. Um, yes. Yeah you've raised a family there's ups yep. there's downs and then there's devastation and yeah. uh you know tell us about Absolutely. your mom being diagnosed with cancer and what your experience uh through that no. was
2: yeah cancer is tough man it's like um actually my first time um i've seen people pass and all that no, no one as close as my mom but i've seen people pass from different things but cancer is like is is bad. I hate that disease. As far as I'm, pretty sure everyone else does. How it eats away at you and breaks you down is the crazy part about cancer. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean. So you watch somebody that's incredibly healthy, young, going to work. You know, my mom was 53 when she passed. So it's like, yo, wow. young, going to work, doing this and that. You see how they break down and need help with everything after, and can't breathe, and it's it's like it's it's bad. Cancer's cancer's no good. When people say fuck cancer, I mean, they mean that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but at the same time, it gives you like a um it makes you strong as far as like, and then you see things different. I used to tell the story all the time. Like I'll go to the hospital, um, Sloan Ke- Sloan over there and all yep, that. Yep, Sloan Kettering. And um, yeah, and um, and and the people that have cancer in there are so positive and they ask me, how am I doing today? How you feeling? And they smiling and asking me, can I talk? And yo, and you know, the attitude is so great. So I get outside and I see people arguing over dumb shit and, and bullshit beefs. It's like, man, these people in there are so happy and like, and positive and they riddled with cancer we out here arguing over dumb shit. It makes you think of... It gives you a whole different insight on life itself.
1: So... Yeah, I think, like, when our father passed away from esophageal cancer, like, I think that... uh, Well, his battle was was fairly quick. It was, like, six weeks. But I was Mm. grateful for the... Because he went to hospice, um, and it was his choice, and I I think that for us, I I was happy that we were able to have a chance to say goodbye, because so many people... Don't have that opportunity, especially you know? now. By the way, like just right. you know, considering like you know the yeah, COVID, state of the world, yeah, yeah. how you yeah, have to yeah, do everything right, on like right. Skype or or Zoom or whatever. Yeah, it's just right. like so. Were you able to to say goodbye to your mom? Like, did you have absolutely. that that closure? Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, she fought it for like two years. She fought it for like two years, and um, but I think she she knew. I think the doctors. She didn't tell me everything, but she they you know because when she was like, yo, you need to know where everything is at with these houses. You need to know this and that you need to know as long as she was telling me that it was for a reason like come on we need to fly down here and deal with these couple of houses and do this and that this and that i'm like nah, we keep everything going the way things were like you know i, I put the money up and you do this and that and she was like no she had everything organized and um she knew everything man and this was coming to spend more time with me and you know going on my walks and stuff and she kind of knew she knew everything but just prepping me
1: yeah you know? i mean like did you feel naive to to death at that point
2: a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Cause I, I, I at first I thought she's going to beat it. Yeah. Cause at first everybody feels like, nah, you're going to beat this. You're all right. You, you good. Cause me not knowing, not knowing everything about cancer. Like I know everything right now. Like, you know, but not knowing everything about it was like, you know, I was, I was just
1: off. off. Well,
0: what I'm curious what your, your thought was, uh, you know, it's someone we all knew very well. Uh, ice pick you know, mm-hmm. lost his battle to cancer and, and Absolutely. the way that he went about it was, was different in that they, you know, he and, and some people around him tried to do experimental,
1: yeah. uh, you know, drugs. Well, and, very holistic, yeah. you know, like yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they didn't want to do Western medicine. They didn't trust the yeah. hospitals. And, and they yeah. also didn't want to like put the, the sort of
0: message out there and they would do it privately. Do you Absolutely. feel like one way works more than another or is just like to each their own?
2: You know what? I, 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 of course, you're gonna say to each his own, but but when you love somebody, you want to know, you want to be there for them, you want to encourage them, you yeah. want to tell them. Yeah. You want to, you want you. I, I think I I would rather know, so I could be there, so I can help, so I can do this and that. When you when you keeping it private, it's just you and a couple of people around you that know, so you're suffering alone. Right. You know what I mean? You need some. You know you need that. You need to have people around it to to actually if, even if they can't help you medically they to make you laugh and um give you that encouragement you know what i mean yeah like it's hard to walk in some places and you losing weight but you really can't tell you can't tell nobody what's what what's wrong with you are you
0: no. are, are are you at a place now in your life where you're able to look back and be like i'm grateful for the time that i did have with my mom absolutely
2: more absolutely.
0: more more than the the feeling of like loss and what could have been
2: yeah 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 no I, I'm thankful every day for everything she taught me. Every, every, because my mom was heavy on education and like heavy on, and not using salt and not you know too much sugar. Like she, she was that. She was that mom. You know, my mom. They from Kingston, Jamaica and shit. So it's like, yo, uh, you know, just heavy on that kind of. Shit. Everything she taught me, I apply to everything I do to this day. Yeah.
0: Do you still every day find like because sometimes like you know I'll be like you know cooking dinner or something like that and I can like do something or flip some you know vegetables or something and feel like. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just like, like my dad, watching. right? Do yeah, you... absolutely. Like he's watching it. Like yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's watching or like um, you know, I even even when I throw in the song and all, I'd be like, yo, sorry, <laughs> you gotta add this shit. This shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. So uh, you know, you you've gone on. You have you have some sons. You're uh you're a father now. uh yeah, yeah, of, yeah. What what gives you the most pride these days beyond the music?
2: Oh, of course. you, you just nailed it. Them. It's watching them grow up. I mean, it sounds generic, but it's 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 real. When you have kids, it's like this. the scene that every day they changes, and you cool with them being them changing. I'm I'm very cool. Like I want to see the different fashion stages he going through. The different what makes him mad. Like what what <laughs> you know what makes him want to get into a fight. Like how he gets pissed at me. I want to know all that. And what you know, it's it's interesting. It's dope. And because it's a part of you. you
0: know? And, and yeah. do you think about the fact that music? And specifically, your voice has has allowed you, and your family, this life.
2: Yeah, no, I know, no, I never, I never. That's a good question. I never really thought of that. Like you know, my voice and like the things I did allowed this life, man. Um, damn, I, I gotta say, you know, you know what, too, though, man. Besides, the, of course, financially, it did, but I. But overall, I think being a good person really, really helped with a lot of shit. Being a good person and and using your brain in and, and, and certain situations helped me to have this life as well because the wrong turn could be easily made bro easily made and you know and then and, and fuck up that whole life rap or not dope rap or not i think me being a better person gave me a better life
0: well do you think that there because were there people in your life bes- besides your mom who like looked uh, out and were like yo maybe you don't want to do this and i'm going to guide you to go this way or did they did they sort of like look at you and say well he'll figure that on his own
2: Nah, I really didn't have had too many people like holding me down. It was just like it was like Uncle E, you know what I'm saying? A couple of close homies and shit. You hear it all in my lyrics. Like it really wasn't. It was really just me and my mom. You know what I mean? And she encouraged like yo, you could do this shit. You definitely could do it. So and when I told her like when I told her like yo, are we gonna try this shit one more time. Then I'm gonna go back to school. I'm gonna finish school. I'm gonna do whatever you need me to do. Yeah. But,
1: and, yeah. Um, you know so. A lot of people listening to this know that we have a movie podcast as well. We do a Two yeah. Jews and Two Black Jews Review Absolutely. the Movies. Absolutely. Yep. Fire, fire. That's right. Which, yep. by the way, we have to somehow figure out how to do that in quarantine. Yeah, remotely. Or, I mean, maybe it's just like, this is the only friend group that we're allowed to like see in person. <laughs> And we and we do that, but like
2: man, we could come back to your spot with the mask on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck that. It's
1: good. Right this now. will be yeah. Yeah. The, the, the only this. problem is that you guys keep bringing more and more people.
2: No, no, we won't do that. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We cannot do that at all. I, that'd be wrong. That's disrespectful to bring outsiders besides us in.
0: yo this is gonna be like the NBA bubble. Yeah. No,
2: nah, I know, I know, I know. You, you can't do that. You can't do that. You know?
1: But um, I want to know one. What movies are you watching uh while inside?
2: Um, last night I just watched, and you know this is one of my favorite guys, uh, Adam Sandler. Uh, that's my boy. Yo, you gotta watch that shit. Young Thing. That's my boy at all? No, you no, know what,
1: you know that. I would hate that.
2: <laughs> oh my god, no, I know you. Would. Yo, that's my boy. He's one of the funniest. I love Adam Sandler. So I watched that last night. Um, I think I'm out of the whole binge watching thing. As far as like, cause everybody's going outside now and yeah. doing shit. So yeah, I don't, I don't think I've been binge watching anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, same with us. I think that I've been watching some TV stuff on HBO um, and Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. Um, we just watched yeah. the, the Andy Samberg movie on um, on Hulu called uh, oh, Palm, Palm Springs, Springs, which is really good. Oh, okay. Really I, yeah, good. Yeah,
2: yeah, I've just seen it. I've seen that. Yeah. I didn't watch it, but I know it's still my yeah. it's it's, yeah. Re-
1: it's really good. Definitely recommend it.
0: Yeah, uh, um, man. But yeah, no, Yo, we,
2: I gotta say that fucking skit that you did with Kiss is fucking hilarious. Oh, that's what yet.
0: About his laugh. <laughs> I-
2: incredible, man. That's just,
0: it you were there. So. What are you talking about? No, You're I acting like, like you weren't like, there. No,
2: it's so, it's so no, your, your level of like creativeness is so cute. And then he walks and looks, but doesn't say anything. Yeah, anymore. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Yo, and my,
2: everyone knew it was the yellow
0: outfit and yeah, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Crazy. Crazy. genius. Thank genius. you very much. You know, genius. it's it's been... It's funny because uh, out of the unexpected things that have come from our career, specifically doing that podcast with you guys and being able to hang out and watch movies has been one of the greatest joys in our life. Because sir. we really yes, did sir. grow up off of your guys' music. Obviously, we you know grew up ten minutes from yeah. you guys, but Absolutely. lived these different Absolutely. lives. And to come around to be able to like have this friendship is really, Absolutely. really you know, uh, thank you, Very meaningful you to well. us. But uh, yeah, listen, nah,
2: appreciate you guys as well, man. It's been dope. We ain't going nowhere, but No, no, fun. I
0: know. <laughs> Sheik, you have, to this point, lived a, a very, you know, amazing life. And you've created uh, music that resonates and lives on. We can't wait for this new locks project. We can't no wait doubt. to have you guys back here to watch some movies. And, uh, and until very then, cool. love to you and yours. And we'll talk to you soon. Hell
2: yeah. Yo, my Nubian brothers,
0: y'all y'all stay up, man. All right,
2: I'm you too. I'm about to go hit this trail and go jog and shit. I'm trying to get diesel like y'all, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm,
0: I'm out of here. Catch y'all later. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of A Waste Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if you want to find out more about us, I'm Eric with the curly hair. You are Jeff with the glasses. Together, we are It's The Real. No apostrophe, no spaces. If people want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if people want to find out more about what's going on with us, where
1: can they go you can always go to patreon.com slash it's the real to support us uh keep this thing going uh we are also on itsthereal.com itsthereal.com slash shop for all of our t-shirts uh our t-shirts which were designed by me because again i'm very talented yeah twitter.com slash itsthereal instagram.com slash it's the real if you want to listen to our podcast we're on all podcast streaming platforms Including but not limited to the one that you're listening to right now. Yeah. I'm talking about Spotify. I'm talking about Google, talking about YouTube, talking about Castbox. You know what?
0: Go follow us. Subscribe to youtube.com slash is the real because we're putting up brand new cartoon animated fun clips with us and the locks we're talking original ones on the way do check those out uh enjoy them youtube.com slash real yeah jeff now is the time in the podcast where we love to shout people out for whatever
1: reasons we come up with and i leave it to you jeff who Would you like to shout out today? I would like to shout out a couple people who signed up for our Patreon. Love it. I want to shout out Hasib Khan. And I want to shout out Ian Mahal. Yes. Um, I also want to shout out Homer, our guy at the grocery store. Shout out to Homer. Who has been a constant supporter ever since he came to our, well, even before that. He saw me on Cameron's Instagram like a million years ago. And ever since then, ever since he asked, why were you on camera on Instagram? He's been a good friend. He's been a good friend. And um, I just appreciate uh, Homer every time we see him. Shout out to Westside Market. Shout out out to to everybody who works there. um, All of our people over at Westside
0: Market. Yeah, shout out to Homer. Jeff, I want to shout out our good friend, Emily O'Connor, who is celebrating her birthday today, indoors, safely away from uh, any big Mm crowds, safely away from uh, anybody not wearing protesting the wearing of masks. Yep. Um, Safely away from any idiots uh, surrounded by family, surrounded by friends, and hopefully surrounded by a lot of love. Shout out to our friend down in Salt Lake City,
1: Emily O'Connor. Yeah, shout out to her brother Jake. Shout out to the entire O'Connor family. Happy birthday Um, to Emily. Hopefully there is a birthday plan that is better than a Zoom
0: because I hate, (laughs) I hate It has nothing to do with you, Jeff. It's not about you. This is
1: about Emily and her birthday. Okay, well, Emily knows that my birthday's coming up as <laughs> well, and if anybody's trying to gift me a Zoom, not happening. It's not happening. I'm not showing up to any Zoom. <laughs> As always, guys, not for real, for real. For sure see you guys next week.